Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On to Magic. Today is October 20th, 2016. My name is Philip rossman I'm the expert and editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. And we've got a pretty full show for you today. It's talking about some big issues as I'll discuss why the Magic are predicted to win 36 games, and one of the big reasons that I have some concern uh, from the preseason uh, that we've seen so far, something that I've that I've noticed and, and picked up on that uh, kind of reminds me where this team is at. Uh, and then also, uh, I'll, I'll review quickly uh, one of the big storylines I think we're going to see this year is how the Magic start the season. We'll talk a little bit more about that after the preseason ends, but we'll we'll talk. I'll, I'll I'll have some comments on that and why the Magic need to make sure that they get some confidence early in the season uh, on the podcast today. But we do want to start off today with a preview of tonight's se- preseason finale against the New Orleans Pelicans. Anthony Davis is now upgraded to questionable or probable. There's a there's a possibility that Anthony Davis is going to play uh, in Thursday's finale. That was not the case maybe a week ago. Uh, the Magic are coming off a disastrous, and and I think talk, you know, I, I, I'm an optimist. I saw some things I liked, but most, mostly things I did not like in Tuesday's game. Uh, you can listen to yesterday's episode of Locked On Magic, uh, Audio Boom, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, all that jazz. Um, you can listen to yesterday's episode of Locked On Magic for a complete recap of that game. But the Magic were back home, back in practice, back putting their work in, Today and the message was not very good coming out of that game. It was simply an unacceptable effort. Uh, both Frank Vogel said that, as well as some of the some of the players. Uh, Serge Ibaka said that for sure. Um, it's just not the way the Magic want to play, and, and they got they got their butts kicked, and they had to learn a, a very very hard lesson. Frank Vogel said about tonight's game that it is something of a dress rehearsal. I, I said Tuesday night was the dress rehearsal. Um, that's because sometimes teams in that last preseason game just do not play their players. Um, they they let them rest. They get them that day off. Uh, Frank Vogel's not that kind of a guy. Uh, it appears the Pelicans won't be. It appears they'll play Davis, and even then, maybe the Magic don't change their game plan very much. Uh, but the Magic are going to use likely Thursday's game as something of a dress rehearsal. Frank Vogel said in practice that he uses that last preseason game as a, a regular season game, as simply as a prelude to the regular season as they begin to uh, figure out what the rotation is going to be. So it's going to be a, uh, they're going to show, they're going to play the rotation that that you'll see during the regular season. And that will be probably the most information we'll gain from this Magic team uh, at any time during the preseason. Uh, Aaron Gordon is expected to go. Uh, everyone is expected to be available. So it should be an interesting experiment for the Magic. How long it lasts might depend on whether New Orleans plays their guys for, for particularly long. But I think Vogel wants to see a more concerted, focused effort, especially after the way Tuesday went. Tuesday's game was, like I said, a complete, not, not a, it's preseason, so I don't want to say a complete disaster, but it was not encouraging at all. It was uh, a really 
bad effort on both ends of the floor and and particularly on defense. That's some place that the Magic want to shore up. That's some place that the Magic want to make their identity, and they did not do that on uh, on Tuesday. Uh, and the message was very very clear in practice today: what the expectations are and what has to change. Coach is right. We we were soft last night. You know that's not us. That's not how we walk here. And, uh, we work hard every day here. We get anything to play. That's soft like we, we did last night. So we were soft. And we agree. And, uh, and we have to pick it up. You know, the season is going to start soon, in a few days. So we have to be ready. Without getting too deep into definitions of what's soft and what's not soft and what's physical and, and tough and all those words that have secondary meanings that whatever, without getting too deep into that, uh, there is a certain mentality that the Magic needed to have to say that they just didn't have. Um, it's something that uh, that I'm sure that, you know I've talked to people about uh, when it came to last year's team and the defensive mentality that Scott Skiles tried to build in last year's Magic team. It's, it's, it's an identity that it doesn't matter how bad the offense is going, and this is something Frank Vogel mentioned and, and some of the other players mentioned, I believe, uh, it's not. It, it's it's something where it doesn't matter how bad the offense is going. The defense is the constant, and, and the Magic are trying to make their defense the constant. Uh, that's that's what they want to build around. That's that's the argument I make uh, when I when people ask me, do I think the Magic are going to make the playoffs? And I say, well, the Magic have made a bet that their defense will carry them into the playoffs, and I've convinced people on that argument because people have faith in Frank Vogel, they have faith in Bismack Biombo, they have faith in Serge Ibaka, they like Aaron Gordon as a defender, they like Alfred Payton as a defender. We haven't seen all that come together. Uh, I put out the defensive numbers after Sunday's game against the Atlanta Hawks. They have not been impressive so far. Uh, there have been moments, but nothing sustained. And, and what the Magic need to see, and what they need to see uh, in this game against New Orleans Pelicans is it needs to look like a regular season game. They need to look ready for the regular season. And, you know, I have I was very much a believer in kind of slow progress, slow build toward the regular season. There were guys that I thought were ready. I think Ibaka looks ready now. I, I like where Evan Fournay's at, even though he had a bad game on Tuesday. Um, I'm beginning to like where, where Nikola Vucevic is. I think Jeff Green is ready. Nikola Vucevic, I think his defense is, is as good as it's been in a long since he came to Orlando, uh, but his offense still needs to kind of round into form. Alfred Payton, I think, is slowly getting there. Offensively, he looks like he's beginning to get there, but defensively, he still seems like he's far behind, and we need we can't, we can't have to put these questions to rest because in a week, next Wednesday— there's going to be basketball. We're less than a week away from the beginning of the regular season. We're less than a week away from these games counting and meaning something. And the Magic have big goals, and they've got to accomplish them, and it's going to take every game. You know, I mean, you can't give games away with bad effort. And so maybe it's good that they had a game like Tuesday night to get it out of their system, get yelled at, and, and realize that we can't play this way. We can't just flip the switch on and we'll find out Thursday night whether the Magic are truly ready for the regular season. Um, this they don't have to be perfect yet. I'll, I'll, I'll make that. I'll give them that. They don't have to be uh, amazing, but they do have to look ready, more ready than they've looked at any point during the during the preseason, uh, because it's crunch time now. We'll see exactly what that Magic team looks like at seven o'clock at the Amway Center against the New Orleans Pelicans. The game is airing on OrlandoMagic.com. Uh, if you're within seventy five miles of the Amway Center, so Saint Aug- so uh, Daytona. Uh, t- uh, Lakeland, uh, 
uh, south, I think, uh, to the sea breeze. Uh, you know, I had the. I'm sorry, I had the. I had the the, the the cities down. But if you're within 75 miles of the Amway Center, you should be able to watch the game on OrlandoMagic.com. They'll use the in arena feed along with the radio broadcast featuring Dennis Newman uh, and Richie Adubato, uh to to help to help with the broadcast. There, uh, I know those cameras aren't fantastic, but it's it's better than nothing. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Like I said, though, the Orlando Magic have some big questions to, to answer this year. They, they've got their eye on the playoffs. They believe they're a playoff team. And frankly, I, as I said on Locked on NBA, uh, there is no goal but the playoffs this year. If it takes 35 wins to make the playoffs, that's a success. If it takes 44 wins to make the playoffs, that's a success. If it takes 43 and the Magic win 41... I'm willing to call that a success. I don't know if the Magic would. This is a team that believes it's a playoff team and wants to make the playoffs. Yet, and we've talked about this so many times, everywhere you go, no one has this team in the playoffs. It's 36 wins seems to be where a lot of the outside the national media has the Magic pinned. Um, I've said this a number of times that it's really a question of certainty. No one knows how this team's going to work. They've seen this moves the Magic made this summer. They feel like they're not maximizing the talent on their roster, whether it's Aaron Gordon or even Serge Ibaka. I'm someone that believes the Magic aren't maximizing the talent on their roster. I think Aaron Gordon's a four, and I think mat- matching him with Serge Ibaka at the five would turn into a really successful lineup. And I hope we see some of that maybe Thursday, but certainly during the regular season. The Magic just are full of uncertainty and people who predict things, they tend to like to be right, and so they're not going to take the big risk unless they really believe in it. And there are plenty of reasons not to believe in the magic. One is there are those offensive questions. You know, defense does win and defense does get you in the playoffs. Uh, And I have my questions about some of the defense. Uh, Alfred Payton had a really bad defensive year last year. He's got to round back into into form. I do question whether Nikola Vucevic can anchor a strong defensive team. He's been very impressive on the defensive end this year, but I still wonder if he's top 10 defense as a center. And that's what the Magic need to be, essentially. They need to be a top 10, maybe top 5 defense, as many of the players uh, have have stated. The offense, though, was a problem. We saw it Tuesday night how stagnant the Magic can get on offense. Uh, it, it takes a lot of work to move the ball and, and not have a strong one-on-one option, a guy who can create offense for himself. The Magic don't really have that. They're going to rely a lot on pick and rolls. They're going to rely a lot on moving and cutting and and rotating the ball. It's going to be an offense that, frankly, looks very similar to the one the Magic ran last year, which wasn't particularly efficient. I think they'll run a little bit more out of the high post with Nikola Vucevic and maybe even Serge Ibaka, try and use Vucevic's passing ability a little bit more. Uh, But it's still difficult to get a sense of who this Magic team is going to be offensively and whether they can make it work consistently. And and that is a huge re- that's a huge question mark. With all that said, the one thing that 
concerns me most nowadays, and especially after Tuesday's game, and makes me, you know, I my unofficial official prediction is the Magic will win 40 games and fall just short of the playoffs. I think the number's probably going to come in at 42-43, maybe 44 wins. I think the Magic will be in the race until the very end of the season, and I think they'll ultimately fall short, but provide enough hope that people will believe in this team, that, that Gordon can take another leap in, in another year, uh, that Serge Ibaka will, will stay with the team, and, and among and a whole bunch of other things. That's way off in the future. That's 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 my you know unofficial official projection at the moment. But one thing did really concern me on Tuesday, and it's concerned me throughout this preseason, as the Magic have taken guys out, let guys rest. Yes, the Magic have more depth and talent in their depth and in their bench. But at the same time, they can't lose any of these players. They're, they're a machine that has certain components that need to pan out and a machine that has certain components they cannot remove. There are plenty of people that have talked about trading Nikola Vucevic since the beginning of the summer. Since, the beginning, since they signed Bismack Biombo, essentially. And when I watched the game last night without Bismack Biombo, when I watched the game Sunday night without Nikola Vucevic, one and, and even to some extent the game against Cleveland and you know some of the other games the Magic have played, one thing really struck me. You take that that bench center out of the equation, out of the rotation. And Orlando just did not have the defensive presence to remain a a great defensive team. It's almost as if the Magic need one of Serge Ibaka or Bismack Biombo on the floor at all times. And we've seen what a force Biombo can be defensively. I think we've begun to see um, Ibaka become a big force defensively too. He said he's still... Not 100%, but he's getting there. And it's hard to argue. Like I said, I think he is ready for the regular season. He's one of the few guys that I think are really ready for the regular season in all facets. I think the Magic's margin for error this season is just incredibly small because of this. Take an injury to one of those guys, and that depth of the Magic are supposed to have doesn't look so deep anymore. I don't anticipate Arinze Onuaku making the roster. But he's not looked, he did not look good defensively. He came in with that second unit against the Atlanta Hawks, gave up the Magic's lead, they attacked him immediately. Tuesday night, the Magic go with Steven Zimmerman. They attacked him immediately. And that rim protection, that's the center of this Magic defense, that's really kind of the saving grace of this Magic defense, was unable to stop them. Take another example. Take another example of, of, of a small margin for error. Aaron Gordon. There's already been calls from, from people on my timeline, people in the comments section on OrlandoMagicDaily.com. I've written a little bit about Jeff Green and how good he's, how well he's played. Uh, gotten some Twitter heat for it because he's Jeff Green and, and, every, and he does tend to make you believe. There's already calls for Jeff Green to start over Aaron Gordon, which I think, A, it's not going to happen. Uh, Frank Vogel said he anticipates his starting lineup being... Alfred Payton, Evan Fournier, Aaron Gordon, Serge Ibaka, Nikola Vucevic. That's going to be his opening night starting lineup, regardless of what happens with Biombo and his suspension. There's reportedly an appeal going going on to see if he can play that opening night. I doubt that will be uh, I doubt that will be accepted. 
Um, but I, it's it's Aaron Gordon is so key to everything the Magic are trying to do. Because behind him, you have Jeff Green, which you know what he can do and, and the limitations he has. And he's not someone, he's frankly, I think his role is as a bench player. I think the six-man role is a really good role for him. If Aaron Gordon doesn't pan out, though, you're really looking, you're really in trouble, I think. Because Aaron Gordon, A, is a much better defender than, than Jeff Green. Green's been better defensively than he was last year, but Aaron Gordon is a lockdown perimeter defender. He's so key to the switching the Magic do. But take him out of the lineup or make him ineffective, and the Magic all of a sudden don't look so deep. Green is what Green is. Mario Hazonia has struggled mightily. You know, who else can do the things that Aaron Gordon does? Even if he stays where he was from last year, even if he didn't get much better than he was last year. If Aaron Gordon is what he was last year, that's not good for the Magic, but at least he can contribute something meaningful to the team. It, it so much. If you're if you're wondering and asking, why does the national media have the Magic only winning 36 games? Why don't they believe this team will get better? The answer is very clearly that these unknowns have to be answered in the affirmative. So many do. Alfred Payton has to take a step forward. Aaron Gordon has to take a step forward. Nikola Vucevic has to become a better defender. Serge Ibaka has to become an offensive-minded player. So much has to work and work nearly perfectly and in conjunction with a whole bunch of other things for the Magic to really have a successful season. And even then, it's maybe 45 wins. What's there's, what's what's the Magic ceiling with this team? Can they get to 50 wins? I don't think they can with the offense they have. Feels like the only guy that I feel is pretty certain I know what he's going to do is Evan Fournier. And, and to some extent, Bismack Biombo, maybe. This is a Magic team that has a lot of questions. How much they answer those questions is one going to be one of the driving driving storylines of this season. And I think they'll answer a lot of them in the affirmative. I think, you know, we haven't seen it yet, and, and I am getting a little concerned, but I think Alfred Payton can get back to being a good defender. I think Aaron Gordon can take a step up in his game. I don't know if he'll become a superstar this year, but I think he could take a big step up in this game. I've seen Nikola Vucevic play better defense. I believe Serge Ibaka can take a step up in his usage rate and become a bigger part of the offense. We've seen that already in this in this regular se- in this preseason. Uh, I think it's been one of the more impressive things in the preseason is how Ibaka plays on the offensive end and how the Magic are trusting him to do that, and he's delivering so far. I think they can answer a lot of these questions in the affirmative, but inevitably someone's not going to succeed. And if someone does not succeed or one cog falls out, if you get the injury at the wrong time, for instance, to the wrong player, this whole thing can really fall apart quickly. And I think that's got to be a concern for the Magic and certainly a concern for those trying to figure out who this Magic team is going to be. I've already kind of seen it with Aaron Gordon, I hate to say. Uh, you know, I, I said getting through the summer healthy was a huge thing for him. And getting that in, getting that ankle injury, it sounded like it was something small, but it, it, it frankly turned into something big because we haven't been able to see Aaron Gordon get ready for the regular season in the way that we would like. And, and I don't think Gordon's 
where he wants to be because of that ankle injury. And Vogel admitted it may be into the middle of November before we really see Aaron Gordon be the Aaron Gordon the Magic need him to be. It's it's going to be an interesting season. It's going to be an intriguing, compelling season for this Magic team. There's so much on the line for them that they've got to accomplish this year. And we'll see very quickly whether they accomplish those goals. And by quickly, I do mean very quickly. I think that the Magic will have a lot of opportunity in those first 10 games. I mean, I, I, I'm playing 2K just like the rest of you guys. I got the Magic at, I think we're at six and uh, 5 and 6 through 11 games. So, you know, the Magic are, you know, a team that can hang around 500. And yeah, okay, I'm playing a lot of those games. I turn the ball over too much. It's 2K, so whatever. You know, this is a team that, that could hover around 500 very, very easily. What I do think is important is getting off to a good start. Um, there is opportunity to get off to a good start. The, the early schedule, which I'll go over a little bit more next week uh, before we get into the regular season, uh, is pretty favorable. There, there are some winnable games, in, or at least according to the schedule, some winnable games uh, that, that the Magic can, can probably pick off depending on how quickly they get together and, and, frankly, how we expect this team to be. They're games that they probably need to win against competition that they're going to be fighting for. I mean, they play against Chicago. They play against... Uh, uh, Miami, which is on opening night, which which could be a win. They play against Washington. That's a big game. They play against Detroit. I mean, I I think Detroit's gonna be really good this year, but uh, you know, we'll we'll see how they how they pan out there. What is going to be really important though is winning close games. This Magic team is likely not a team that's gonna blow very many teams out. Obviously, it's the NBA. Everyone gets a blowout win at some point. Everyone catches someone on a bad night and beats the snot out of them. Just like just like in the NBA, there's always one or two games where you're just not. It's just not in your night, and you get you get the you get the doors blown blown off of you. But last year, the Magic were notorious for their terrible finish. They've been notorious for their terrible finishes the last four years. They've just been unable to win close games, unable to gain confidence in those close games. And so, what you know, and I, I what David Iwanowski on OrlandoMagicDaily.com wrote a little while ago, and I tend to agree with him here. The Magic need to make sure they win close games early and build some confidence. Yes, half the roster is different, but you don't want a situation where they're saying, "Here we go again, another game that we blew, another game that we lost, another game that we had in our hands and lost for whatever reason, or a, a four-point lead." They're panicking because they know they're going to lose it or they think they're going to lose it. You, you can't have that if you're going to compete for the playoffs. And the Magic gave some games away last year that knocked them out of the playoff race because they couldn't finish. You know, five-point lead. Uh, on, I mean, take take the first week of the season for crying out loud. Magic had a five-point lead against the Washington Wizards on opening night. They lost that. They had a 20-point lead in the third quarter against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Lost that game in double overtime. And we all remember that game. And it happened time and time again. Jeff Green still brings up his four points and 30 seconds to beat the Magic in Memphis last year. He br- he brings it up. He I mean, we, we joke with him about it. Uh, I mean, these games happen. These games have happened continually for the Magic. They have trouble inbounding the ball. I mean, Sunday night, Mario Azonia needed three attempts to inbound the ball. It was just ridiculous. 
Those are the kind of things the Magic need to cut out. Those are the kind of things that the Magic need to grow up from. They need to be able to close out games. When they're up two, or when they're up four with a minute to play, they need to win that game. Win that game by six. Win that game by four. Not make it tight at the end. That's obviously a lot easier said than done, but the Magic have to get to that point, and, and they really haven't yet. As an organization, as a team, uh, they, they just haven't been able to get there. And so these early games, these games where the Magic are establishing their identity, trying to get buy-in, a big way to gain confidence is to win close games, to do it the way Coach says it says to do it, and getting success, getting results. We talk a lot, a lot of the really good teams talk process over results. You want to set a good process. You want to set a uh, good way of doing things, a good culture of doing things, and the results will take care of themselves. You don't want to skip steps just to get a win. You want the process to help you get a win. And if you lose but you are still doing the right things, the results will come in the long run. The Magic are still figuring that part out. They've been figuring that part out now for for four years, it seems like. This is a big process with a new coach, and the Magic need to make the most of that process and to build confidence in that coach. It would be nice to have some results to hang on to as well. And so those first few games, watch how the Magic play late in games. Do they get tight or do they believe in their coaching staff and and then in their system? Do they take that next step and win these close games? Win these toss-up games? I mean, I'm my saying for anyone who says, oh, the Magic need to be better in close games. They need a closer for close games. I say, well, good teams don't play close games. They avoid them. Close games are 50-50 shots. The, if you're a good team, you're finishing slightly above 500 on close games in the long run. I get the feeling this Magic team is going to be playing a lot of close games. Relatively close games. Not games that go all the way down to the last moment, last possession. But I think this team's going to be in a lot of games, and they've got to find a way to finish them off in the fourth quarter. I mean, I was looking at at John Schumann's uh, one-team-one-stat feature, and this wasn't his stat, but he did note that the Magic had a increasingly decreasing net differential between offensive rating and defensive rating in each quarter. Their first quarter was their best quarter, and they got worse as the game went on. That is a huge sign of a team that's going to struggle. And so the Magic need to win fourth quarters, they need to finish games, and they need to do it early uh, if they want to get the most out of this season. All right, thanks everyone again for listening to Locked On Magic. We'll be back tomorrow with a complete recap of the Orlando Magic's game against the New Orleans Pelicans. I'll also hopefully be doing a mini mailbag, so send me your questions about the Orlando Magic for the mini mailbag. Make, Make sure you do it. Uh, probably before midnight tomorrow night. Uh, I record this usually a little bit after midnight. So get your questions into me. Use the hashtag LockedOnMagic or send them to me at OmagicDaily on Twitter uh, as well as you can email them to me at OmagicDaily at gmail.com. Be sure to check out some of the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, on Locked On NBA, we've just completed the Eastern Conference. We're doing the Western Conference right now. Uh, each each podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network gave a about 10-minute preview of their teams, including myself previewing the Orlando Magic over on Locked On NBA. So be sure to check out that, check that out, as well as to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Audioboom as well. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Audioboom, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. 
be sure to check us out check us out there give us a five-star review we do appreciate the the kind reviews as well as the ratings it does help us climb the rankings on iTunes so we can be so we can be known as the number one Orlando Magic podcast on the web tell your friends we do appreciate all the love that we've been getting on the podcast been a fantastic run we're ready for the preseason to end we're ready for the regular season to begin so be sure to stay with us throughout the whole season here on Locked On Magic. With that, I will leave you and talk to you tomorrow after the Orlando Magic take on the New Orleans Pelicans. This has been Philip Rossman Reich of Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic. We will see you tomorrow. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.